Welcome to the Wellness From Within podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Stewart, an overthinker and purpose-driven gal who knows what it's like to be underwhelmed and overwhelmed at the exact same time. Follow along and we'll learn to fight fear with faith, to live life on purpose, and ultimately discover true wellness from within. Well, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you are well and enjoying the summer wherever you are in this world. I'm grateful that you're here. I am slowly becoming a summer gal. Since we've moved to Colorado, summer is becoming my favorite season of the year. I historically would have said I'm a fall gal. I love the fall and I still do. And since we moved to Colorado, the summers are glorious and I am enjoying every moment. The cool mornings here and then the the sunshine just beating down on me throughout the day, all the vitamin D, the birds chirping, the cooler temps in the evening. I mean, all of it. It's just amazing. Wildflowers, lots of greenery. So I'm loving summer and I'm loving this time of year in Colorado. And we have a new podcast episode today. I've been doing a lot of hiking. I've been doing a lot of walking outside because of summer. And I've been doing a lot of thinking and a lot of new podcast ideas are coming. And so what I do is when I'm walking, I am in my notes on my phone and I'm writing down my thoughts and things that I want to chat about. And then I come back and put it all together into a podcast episode. So here we are. And I want to chat a little bit this week about how we are talking to ourselves. And the reason that I want to talk about this this week is because this has been something that's been in the forefront of my mind since my life coach training. And we did a lot of conversation around the way we talk to ourselves during our training. And this is something that I have practiced for many years. And it's also been magnified in the past few weeks and months because of the training that I had. And so I wanted to share with you some thoughts about this and hopefully help someone to find to find some clarity maybe around why you're feeling stuck or why you're not hitting your goals or reaching your goals. And I want to bring in some things for us to ponder. And I want to bring in some scripture and just talk about how we're talking to ourselves. So one of the things that I do when I'm coaching women is I'm really listening to the things they're saying about themselves, about their relationships, about the story of their life. And most of the time when I'm coaching women, it's coming from a, the, the, the conversations that these women are telling me about are coming from a place of disappointment around everything that is wrong in their life. And this is mostly the things that are wrong with themselves. And I'm paying attention to these things because I see a pattern and I've seen it in my own life where we start to think things about ourselves for so long that they actually become truth to us. 
and we've we've thought about them. They've become a part of the thinking pattern about who we are that we really believe that it's true. Things like, I'll never reach my goal. I always quit. I'm not good at this particular thing. No one appreciates me for who I am. I'll never get that promotion. I mean, all of these things that we've thought so long that they literally become our identity. And so today, I want to help us debunk some of that. And I want to give you some ways to move and shift out of some of that mindset because it really does become, it becomes true to us to the point that we feel like we cannot change. It cannot change or it will not change or it'll be really hard to change. And so I want you to pay attention today as we go through the podcast about how you're even receiving this information. And then I want you to start recognizing the ways that you might be talking to yourself in unuseful conversation or ways about yourself. So a lot of times we have a circumstance in our life and it could be, let's just use this as an example for the podcast today. It could be, I have a goal of losing 15 pounds. That is the circumstance. That is the, the fact of the situation that I am working towards. And a lot of times we start out and we have this goal and we feel very excited and we want to accomplish it. And immediately our mind starts falling back into these thought patterns of, well, you've tried this before. It's not worked yet. How many times are you going to make this goal for yourself? It's going to take time. It's going to be really hard. You're not very good at reaching your goals. So all of these thoughts will start to immediately pop up because you've thought them before. And it's the path that is like etched into your brain. It's like the pathway, the neural pathway that your mind wants to go to immediately when you set a new goal for yourself, in particular, the 15 pound goal. And so we say things like, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm working on my diet. And while those statements come from a place, we feel like a place of positivity. I'm trying to do this thing. I'm working on doing this thing. What that's really doing is it's keeping us stuck in this place of we're not there yet. So I'm trying to lose 15 pounds kind of gives us like an out, like we're trying to do this thing. And instead, I want to offer you another way to think this or to say this out loud. Instead of, I'm trying to lose weight, I am losing 15 pounds. So we're just claiming the thought. We're reframing it. We're taking the thought captive. I'm trying to do something. And we're saying, no, I am doing it. And I just by saying that right now, I I feel the shift in my body. I feel my energy change from saying, I'm trying to lose 15 pounds to I am losing 15 pounds. Another thing that I want to bring to the, to our attention today that I think we say this a lot and out of, like I said, out of a good, we, we think we're coming from a good place. It's saying things like, this is just going to take some time. And again, Maybe it will take time. 
But is that a useful thought? Because when we say things like, it's just going to take some time, what happens is we perpetuate the cycle of not making the change because we're giving ourselves this space to take as much time as we need. Now, many changes can happen in an instant. And I talk about this on another podcast about making decisions and having them made in an instant. This is the same thing with our thought around the time it takes to get to a certain place or to make a certain change. Most of those changes can happen in an instant. When we say this is going to take time, we're still giving ourselves the opportunity to not do the thing. We just need to do it. We need to make the decision and know that I've made the change. I've, I've done the thought work to move out of this particular place I've been in. And I'm now I'm in this place, in this space, and I'm doing the thing. It's a, very, it's a subtle shift. It's very subtle. The difference is we're not allowing our past to define our future. A lot of times we want to stay in the story of the past. Like I've tried this before. It's not working. You know, my family has always had an issue with their weight. My, you know, two years ago I tried this. I mean, we want to just stay in the past. We want to ruminate there. What I'm offering you here is an opportunity to speak, to live, to think for and from the future. And I want to I want to offer you a couple of things that from from scripture that I was thinking on when I was putting together this podcast. And I just I think it's so telling even of the way that Jesus walked and worked among the people in the Bible. And I'm just going to go over a couple of short little scriptures and stories in Matthew chapter 9. But for instance, in Matthew chapter 9, we we have the story of Jesus healing the man that was paralyzed, okay? And and it says here that these people, and this is verse 2, Matthew chapter 9, verse 2, and I'm reading from the ESV, but it says here that some people brought a paralytic man to Jesus, and this man was lying on a bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven, And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, this man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, why do you think evil in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise and walk. And then in verse 6, it says, Jesus says, but that you... But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He then said to the paralytic, rise, pick up your bed, and go home. And he rose, the man, and went home. Okay, let's just, let's just dissect that story. That's amazing. It's so good. There's so much goodness in here. But what I really want to reflect on is this man was paralyzed. He was lying in a bed. Okay, he could have said, I've been like this my whole life. There's nothing going to change for me. This is how I've been. I've tried to walk before. It's never worked. Instead, he allowed his friends to take him to Jesus. He shifted out of this letting his past define him 
And he went in faith and because of his faith about who he could be and how about how his faith about what was possible for him, Jesus didn't speak to his past. Jesus spoke to his future. Jesus said, rise, pick up your bed and go home. The man is laying in a bed paralyzed. Literally, right in front of Jesus' eyes, the man is laying there. Jesus spoke to his future self, to the man's future self, and he says, rise, go home, pick up your bed, and the man did it. I don't know if that's like super amazing to anyone else, but it is to me to know that Jesus is speaking to the future part of this man, the changed part of him. He's not allowing this man to live in the story of the past. I want to give you another example here. This, and this is still Matthew chapter 9. So Matthew chapter 9, verse 18. This is the, the story of the, the ruler coming to Jesus, and he, he knelt before Jesus, and he says, my daughter has died. Okay, this is a fact. My daughter is dead. Listen to the man's words. But come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. Faith right there about the future. The man was not giving in to the, the fact this, that this girl was dead. He could have said, she's dead. We're done. This is, we're done here. This is great faith, you guys. I mean, this is like someone that has really, really put on the thought that my child will live if Jesus comes and lays his hand on her. Jesus followed him, and while he's on his way, I want to just, I'm going straight through the scripture here because there's another story that kind of intersects, but while he's on his way with his disciples, a woman who had suffered, I'm in verse 20, who had suffered from a discharge of blood for 12 years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, for she had said to herself, if I only touch his garment, I will be made well. Y'all, I want, I want us all to soak in that thought that that woman said to herself. Listen to how she spoke to herself. If I only touch his garment, I will be made well. She was not ruminating in the circumstances of her past. She had an issue of blood for 12 years. She could have said, and most of us might have said, this is hopeless. I've done everything. I've tried it all. Nothing is working for me. This is who I am. This is how I will always be. Y'all, she said to herself, listen how she spoke. If I touch him, I will be made well. And we know the story that she did, that she touched the garment and Jesus said to her, take heart, your faith has made you well. And instantly the woman was made well. There was no waiting for change. There was no, this is going to take some time. We're going to need to pull ourselves together. We're going to need to buy a bunch of books to read. We're going to need to, you know, set all these things in motion. No, it was instantly. I believe that Jesus is showing us some principles here in his word how faith in our life and how the way that we speak to ourselves affects the outcome that we are seeking. I want someone to get this today. I think this is the key. I know this is the key to a life that is changed. 
So now back to the, the young ruler. So the young ruler has come to Jesus, right? His daughter is dead. And he, he has this faith. He has this thought. If you will just come to her, she will live. Jesus came to the ruler's house and he said to all the people that were there mourning for this girl that was dead, he says to her, go away. The girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they literally laughed at him. Obviously, the girl is dead. It's very clear to them. She's not breathing. She's no life in her. And this man comes and literally speaks to the future of who she is. He says, the girl's not dead. She's asleep. Obviously, we know that Jesus is a man of the utmost faith. He's God. (laughs) He knows the future, right? We don't always, we don't know the future, but Jesus does. And so we see him speaking to that here. But this ruler had faith. He called Jesus to the house to, to let his girl live. And it says that, that when the crowd had gone outside, this is Matthew 9, 25, that Jesus went in and took her by the hand and the girl arose. She's alive. Again, Jesus did not speak to the fact that she was dead. He actually said the opposite. He says, this girl's not dead. She's only asleep. That is so powerful to me because to my human mind, to these people, to this human brain and to the way that we could, what we could see in the flesh, the girl was dead. She had no breath in her body. Jesus did not see that. He did not see the circumstance. He did not see the past. He saw the future and he spoke to that. And he called her up and she got up and from her sleep. So I want, again, to come back to noticing how we are talking about who we are, how we are, how we are relating to our circumstances, how we are giving over to thoughts that are not useful for us. Instead of focusing, right, on all that is wrong with us, I see, I hear a lot of people when I coach women, a lot of them will say, I just don't know what's wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) I just want to tell you, there's nothing wrong with you. You have the spirit of God living inside of you. Your past, your situation, focusing on all of that, What's focusing on what's wrong with you, focusing on your past, focusing on the circumstance gets you nowhere. It's a cycle that is really tough to break if you continue, or it's really tough to move forward if you continue to stay in that cycle. Start focusing on what's right with you. Start focusing on your future. Start focusing on your possibilities. Start living from a place of faith. No more, I'm trying to do this. I'm working on this. I'm just not good at that. Focus on I'm doing it. I am a child of God. I am changing my life. I am losing the weight. There's a different mindset and there's a shift that happens when we come from that place. I want to give you an example of an unuseful thought. So a lot of times we'll say, I'm just not good at that thing. Sometimes that's a thought that we're thinking that's totally not true. We just thought it for so long. Sometimes it really could be true. For instance, I could say, I'm just not good at dunking a basketball. 
And that would be true. I'm not. I cannot dunk a basketball. But would it be useful for me to continue to think that thought? Would it be useful for me to walk around every day and say, you know, I am just not good at dunking a basketball. (laughs) I mean, what good would that do me? It would do me no good, even though it could be a true thought. I would either need to, number one, stop thinking that thought, spend no energy, spend no, none of my brain energy thinking that because it's not useful for me. It brings me nowhere in my life. Or I just change it and I start practicing on dunking a basketball if that's what I want to do. Then I change my thought to I am dunking a basketball. But if you are truly not good at something because you're not putting effort towards it, there's no need to continue ruminating in a thought about it. So I want you just to start to notice how you speak about yourself, how you talk about yourself. Stop identifying in relation to your past. Stop identifying who you are in relation to the things that have happened to you. Stop identifying who you are by the circumstances that you've, that you've overcome or gone through in your life. It's not useful to stay there. It's not useful to even say, I'm so much better than I was yesterday. It's not useful to say that. What's useful is to live for the future self. If you want to lose 15 pounds, then you make choices that someone that has lost 15 pounds would make. If you want to lose 15 pounds, you you think thoughts that someone who's lost 15 pounds would think. You eat the things and don't eat the things that someone who's lost 15 pounds would eat and not eat. It's very simple. We really overcomplicate it by our thoughts. So I want you to notice how you're talking to yourself this week. I want you to notice that the phrases that you say out of habit, be intentional about listening because when we talk to ourselves, we listen. (laughs) In case you didn't know that, we most of the time listen to ourselves. We might not listen to other people, but we listen to ourselves a lot. We like what we have to say. That's why we listen to our negative thoughts. Start shifting. No more, I'm trying to get better. I'm working on that. Notice how that keeps us stuck. Instead of, I am doing this. Nothing is wrong with you. Stop focusing on that. Focus on what's right. Focus on the future. Focus on the the shift that is happening right now. It's not going to take time. It's already happened. Read Matthew chapter 9. Live into that faith. We play so small. We make it so hard on ourselves, y'all. This is not hard. This is easy. It's just thought work. It's all thought work. And if you'll start noticing how you talk to yourself, I promise you your life will shift. My life has drastically changed because I've noticed how I talk to myself. And I'm not afraid and I'm not ashamed to say that I talk positively to myself about things. It doesn't mean that I still don't come up against these unuseful thoughts. I do all the time, all the time. I just recognize them as unuseful and I shift it. I take the thought captive. The Bible talks about this, taking every thought captive. This is how you do it. This is how you are transformed by renewing your mind. Paul talks about this in Romans. This is the key. 
We have to be intentional. We have to take every thought captive, shift out of the past, shift to the future. This is the this was the way Jesus walked among the earth. This is the way he walked among the people. He did not let them stay in the past. He took their hand and he said, we're moving forward. This is where you're going. This is what's new for you. This is the new life you're going to live. Walk into that and go. So I hope this is helpful. I hope this will help someone this week as you are working on your goals, as you're working on yourself, as you're working on new mindsets, new shifts, new possibilities. Y'all, anything is possible. And it's not hard. Just do it. Until next time, I'm sending you a huge hug. Lots of love, lots of possibility, lots of amazing thoughts about the future and about who you are. I love you, friends. Hey, friend. If you like everything you hear on the podcast, I invite you to coach with me one-on-one. If you've ever said, I feel stuck or I overthink everything, then this coaching program is for you. I will teach you how easy it is to build habits that will literally elevate every area of your life and your business. And we don't just learn, we will implement, we will take action. So you finally get the results you're wanting. You can find more information about coaching with me at melissalovestewart.com backslash experience.